reaching the place, he said to them, pray that you don't fall into temptation. Help me to speak to somebody on my subject and say, my neighbor. My neighbor. Pray. Pray. So that you don't faint. So that you don't faint. And say, pray. Pray. So that you don't become faint. So that you don't become faint. Pray. Pray. For you to be heavy. For you to be heavy. You may be seated in the presence of the living God. The subject of prayer is known in every religion, in every culture, in every race, in every kind of person in life. Prayer makes you powerful. Prayer makes you unique. Prayer gives you the access to go close to God. But however, prayer without work will lead you into frustration. After you pray, you have to move from the first spiritual and enter into the physical. We see Daniel's life, a young man who entered into a life of purpose, power, and promotion. All his life, we see his life moving forward. He was able to break difficult situations and good things were able to show up in the life of Daniel. But one thing that was Daniel's secret was Daniel was a man of prayer. Everybody is being told, don't pray. If you pray, you will fall into a lion's den. That's when he opened his gates, he opened his windows and prayed. And the Bible says, when the men even came as a group to come and look for Daniel, he was praying. Which means his concentration was on the prayer. He, because he knows that if I can pray, Jehovah will answer my prayer. There is a God that any time you pray unto him, he has the power, the strength, the ability to answer you. So Jeremiah chapter 33 verse 3 says, Call unto me and I, God, I will answer you. And when I answer you, I will tell you mighty things that you yourself, you have no idea. There are many things that most of us, we have no idea. But as you pray, God gives you a revelation. Now, revelation in prayer is not just sleeping and God open your eye like how he opened the eye of the man of God or the prophet. You know, that inner still voice you carry is God speaking to you. Before you make a move, before you go to a place, before you speak to somebody, something tells you, be very careful of this person. That is God speaking to you. Because your spirit is the spirit of the living God. And, and it says, man ought to pray and not to faint. I'm, I'm changing the context. It's not just when you don't pray, you will just faint. It also means that if you pray, you'll be heavy. Because anytime you faint, it means you are light. You have witness over here. So that some people in life, they are very heavy in the supernatural. When any wind blows, they are still standing. Because they are prayerful people. Today I came to put heaviness on you. And hear me, not the demonic heaviness. But you are going to be very, very strong. When they blow, uh, they blow any wind on you, in the name of Jesus, you will never fall. Amen. You will still stand there because you are heavy. Amen. Those who are clapping, God is making you heavy. Shout, I am heavy. I am heavy. Shout it one more time. I am heavy. Shout, I am heavy. I am heavy. And listen, this grace of being heavy, I place it on your children. Amen. Your children will be heavy. Amen. I place it on your business. Amen. Your business should be heavy. Amen. Listen, the economy will not override your business. Whilst things are shaking, you will be strong. Amen. When I pray, I don't faint. I become heavy. That's right. So now let's go into some of the alone prayer, some of the situations and the issues that when you encounter, you pray call, um, alone prayers. And some of the issues that you pray, corporate prayers. I've shown you that 
in order for you to get quick answers to your prayers, you are supposed to understand the revelations and the principles of prayer. Why would Jesus Christ sometimes withdraw from everyone in prayer alone? And sometimes he pray with people. Corporate prayer is powerful. Alone prayer is also powerful. Last week I gave you five, five each. And this week too, I'm giving you some. Then we will pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So um, one of the times to pray, okay, before I go into this one, on Wednesday I showed you two types of favor. I said two types of favor. Two types of favor. We have the favor of man and the favor of God. Favor of man and favor of God. You are supposed to encounter the favor of God and also the favor of man. You can't be in life without getting these two. So the Bible says, and Jesus Christ grew in the favor of God and also in the favor of man. There are only two people in the Bible who enjoyed this kind of favor. These two people were Jesus and Samuel. The Bible also says, and Samuel grew in the favor of God and favor of man. Because Samuel had this favor, the Bible says, every word that came from the mouth of Samuel, they didn't fall to the ground. Everything he said, it was able to come to pass. So which means when you have these kinds of favor, and hear me, the same thing to happen to Jesus. And then I thought he asked of the Father. Jesus was so confident that when, when he begins to pray, he says, Father, I know that you have helped me, but for the sake of the people here, do it for me again. He believes that when I pray, Jehovah answers. This is where I want you to get to. That as for you, your prayers are powerful. Right. When you pray, Jehovah answers your prayer. Amen. Oh, those who are clapping. Sunday school 101 is that Jesus, they didn't like him. The Pharisees were, hey, forget about it. Hey, he had people that loved him. Oh, Jesus. He had rich people. Joseph of Arimathea. The Bible said they were so rich that they would come to Jesus with money. Yeah. So they didn't like Jesus. Who told you? It's only few. Sometimes you concentrate on those who don't like you. But those who love you are more than those who hate you. Those who are clapping, those who love you are more. Okay, let me, let me give you some. Let me give you some. Luke chapter 8 verse 3. Let me give you some. Before I just go into what I'm showing you. Luke chapter 8 verse 3. Let me give you some. Now these are the people that supported Jesus. And, and hear me. Some of the people that supported Jesus. They were coming from the same family of Herod. You know Herod. Herod is the king that was tormenting the people and even tormenting Jesus. But some of the people that were working for Herod, their people were liking Jesus. Look at it. Joanna, the wife of Cusa, the manager of Herod's household. Cusa was the chief of staff of Herod. And the wife was supporting Jesus' ministry. So the, 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 the chief of staff, the wife, is supporting Jesus' ministry. He says, and Susanna and many others, these women were helping to support them out of their own. Who told you people hated Jesus? The Bible says, Joseph of, of, of Arimathea, he was one of the Pharisees. But when Jesus died, he went to Pilate and said, give me the body. Do you know the reason? Because Joseph, Joseph of Arimathea, he had authority in those days. So him and Pilate, they used to have meetings together. So when he, Jesus died, he said, Charlie, you know I know you. I'm big. You too, you are big. The guy who died is my guy. Give me the body and let me bury it in my tomb. And Pilate said, boss, I, yes, sir, give, I give it to you. Listen to me. Oh, oh. You are supposed to, listen to me. You are supposed to command wealth and power. Oh, I said, you are supposed to command wealth and power. Hey, if Joseph of Arimathea was a broke man or man with no influence, could he have gone to Pilate? No. Pilate would have slapped him. Because you can't go to Pilate. 
But he went, Bible says, he went there for permission. Charlie, give me the body. He said, Charlie, it's yours. Take it. Jesus had this kind of, why? Because Jesus Christ grew in favor. People loved him. People loved everything that he was doing. The Bible says, anytime you go, thousands of people will follow him. If you, are, if you don't have favor, will thousands of people follow you? No. Today, from today, your own is not only thousands of people following you. Thousands of wealth. Amen. Thousands of elevations. Amen. Thousands of greatness. Amen. And it's following right. It's favor. Favor. Sorry, I took you very, very long. Now let's go. The thing that you need for individual prayers. Number one. When you need individual favor, individual favor, that is favor with man, favor with man, you need individual prayer. Luke chapter 9, verse of 18. I'll not read it. Let's go. Now, anytime you want to do, let's go to number two. When you go to go to intercession, you want to pray for somebody. You want to pray for somebody that want to individual prayer, intercession. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 14. And let's see what it says over there, individual prayer. Let's go. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 14. It says, for this reason I knew before the Father. What is he doing kneeling before the Father? He says, I, from whom this whole family in, in heaven and earth derive its names. And what happens? I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with the power of the Holy Spirit. In other words, he says, I'm going down, but I'm praying for you. So anytime you want to pray for somebody, intercession, standing in the gap for somebody, it's individual prayer. Number three. Anytime you want to be delivered from conspiracy, if you want to be delivered from conspiracy, we know people gather together and they conspire against you. Conspiracy is when people come together and have a meeting against your cause. You are supposed to go on your knees and pray. Why? Daniel, Daniel heard of the conspiracy to just destroy him. What did he do? He went into his closet and prayed. Daniel chapter 6, verse of 10. Number 4. Anytime there is a wicked plot against you, when there is a wicked, a wicked, you know, the plot is wicked one, you've got to go to um, individual prayer. And, and, and the last one I'll give to you today about individual prayer is when before making a major decision, before making one of the major decisions in your life, go into your closet, you and God, and pray alone. A major decision that will transform your destiny. Let's see something from Luke chapter 6, verse of 12. The deliverance from the wicked plot, that is also Daniel chapter 6, verse 10. And deliverance from conspiracy is still Daniel chapter 6, verse 10. Now check something right now, a major decision. Um, let's go. One of those days, Jesus went out to a mountainside to pray. How many people prayed? One. How many people prayed? Oh, first service, I can't feel you. How many people prayed? One. And spent the night praying to God. And what did he go to do? When morning came, he called his disciples. He called his disciples to him and chose 12 of them, whom he also designated apostles. Verse 14. Simon, that was Peter, his brother, James, James. So before he called the disciples, he went to pray alone. Call of the disciples was one of the major decisions of Jesus. Because if this ministry of Jesus and this Christianity you and I are joined today could survive, it depended on these guys. But before that major decision, he prayed. Before you bring somebody into your life, do you pray about it? They only told you, you look nice. Okay, take my number. Oh, I like you. Take my number. Oh, do you want to come to my house? You, everybody knows your house. 
In life, you're supposed to know who comes to your house and who you meet on the roadside. Everybody sits in your car. Know who you can stand in front of your car and the one that can sit in your car. Oh, those who are not clapping, you are guilty. I already know. So before a major decision, he had to pray alone. You make major decisions because one decision can change your life. One decision too can mess up your life. One decision can destroy your life. And one decision can make you great overnight. And if you can go through individual prayer, it will blow your mind in the name of Jesus. Last Tuesday, we prayed for a man here. And the Lord said to me that he should be very careful not to enter into any partnership of collaboration of a business with people. Because when he enters, it will affect him. Before he finishes, he's a man of God. It's already happened. I said, why? He said he was having a business, had a partner, trying to do business. The partners took the money and he suffered stroke out of shock. Because, listen, one decision can break you down. One decision can mess you up. But individual prayer will give you the revelation. Amen? Amen. Now, let's go through corporate prayer. Let's go to corporate prayer. The things you need when you want to receive these things, you pray together. The first one is when you want to walk in boldness. Say boldness. Boldness. I can't feel you. Boldness. Boldness. Listen, in life, you are supposed to be bold. And bold does not just come like that. You receive boldness in the supernatural. When you are bold, the Bible says, and the righteous are as bold as air. Lion. lion. So you sit there here. When you move, when you go around, you're supposed to move like a lion. A lion is never afraid. Although the thing is scary, he was still trying to scare the thing that wants to scare him. That is the boldness of a lion. Today I place that kind of boldness. Acts chapter 4 verse 31. Let's go. Acts chapter 4 verse 31. Acts chapter 4 verse 31. Look at it. It says, after they pray, someone say day. Day. Which means called prayed. Prayer. After they prayed, the place where they were meeting was shaken. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And they spoke the word of God boldly. So when your words have to be bold, you need to pray together. Number two. Anytime you want to escape temptation. Now, this word of temptation, I'll get my time to teach you something about temptation. Now, temptation over here, when you have, you have to escape temptation, there are some temp temp temptations you escape. Some temptations you go through and God delivers you out of it. Okay, Prophet Daniel, are you scaring me? Yeah, I'm scaring you. Let me explain to you. Jesus Christ said, pray that you don't go into temptation. Okay, let's go. Luke chapter 22, verse 39. I want to show you something right now. Amen. I want you to scream Jesus for three times. Everybody, let's go. Jesus. 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 Now look at it right now. He went as usual to pray. Verse 40. Verse 40. On reaching the place, he said, pray that you don't fall into temptation. Verse 41. Verse 41. And he went a stone through away. Now, he says, pray that you don't fall into temptation. But the issue is that you, 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 you can escape temptation. Some temptation to you will go through, but the temptation will not overcome you. Let me explain to you. Jesus you are telling me to pray so that I don't fall into temptation. Jesus, I have a question mark. Can I give you the question mark? Mr. Sopo, let me tell you the question mark. Jesus says, pray so that you don't fall into temptation. But Jesus, after you fasted for 40 days and prayed for 40 nights, you were being tempted. But the issue is, when you were being tempted, you didn't fall. So some temptations you can escape. Some of them you can enter, but you will not. 
I speak in Jesus' name. Jesus. So may God give you the revelation the ones not to fall, the ones not to enter, the ones to not to fall. Because Jesus, if you say that as you pray not to enter, then you, you Satan shouldn't have tempted you. But Satan tempted you. But Jesus, you didn't fall. Satan said, Come down. Jesus said, Me, I will not come down. So most of you, you're about to go through some temptations, but you will be still be standing in the name of Jesus. Amen. Receive that grace and that power in Jesus' name. Shout, I am standing. I am standing. Number three, let's go. Number three, when you want to receive angels around you, corporate prayer. If you want the ministration of angels, angels should be on assignment around your destiny, corporate prayer. Somebody shout angels. Angels. I can feel you. Angels. Let's go again. Angels. For the last time. Angels. Now, hear me. This same place. He says, pray that you don't fall into temptation. Let's, let's go for 42. 42, that's the scripture for it. Let's go. So he says, Father, this, this time around, Jesus was down. He's crying like something. He says, Father, if you are willing, take this cup from me, yet not my will, but yours be done. Verse 43. He is weak. He's crying. And an angel from heaven appeared to him and strengthened him. So in corporate prayer, an angel of the Lord, because mind you, this one, he was not praying alone. He went together with James and John, the three guys. So as a matter of fact, corporate prayer brings angels around you. And I want everybody to know one secret. I'm come to show you a secret. This secret has to be part of your life. As a child of God, hear me? If you are not a child of God, this is not for you. But if you are a child of God, angels are supposed to work for you. If you are a child of God, you are supposed to control angels. Let's go right now. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 13. Let me give you a secret over there. Let's go. And, and you break it down to the NLT version and see a secret. NLT. And see the secret there. Look at it. It says, God never said to any of the angels, sit in the place of honor at my right hand until I humble your enemies, making them a footstool under your feet. Keep it there. Check it. He says, no angel did God say that, sit at my right hand. So, um, give me a chair, give me a chair, give me a chair, give me a chair, give me a chair. Yeah, just give, give me this chair and this one as well. Great. Come on, go sit on it. Don't worry at all. Let me show you something right now. Ten, sit down. This is God. And he says, God never said to any angel, sit at my right hand. Whom did Jesus, God said to sit on the right hand? Who? Jesus. Who? Jesus. Sit down. And come to show that you are bigger than an angel. So an angel can never do what? Sit here. But Jesus can sit there. Now let me tell you the truth. The Bible says, you and I, we are seated in Jesus. With Jesus. In Jesus. In heavenly places. So right now, you and I, as a Christian, Pastor Nee, you are a Christian, come. He said, he said, we are seated with Christ. So put more, the same chair. In heavenly places, where? At the right hand of God. That's right. So, no angel can sit here. But it's only Jesus that can sit there. And when I have salvation, I sit with Jesus over there. That's right. So me, oh my God. 
So where are you located? Where are you located? If you can remember, I showed you about the authority of the believer last year, where you are seated. So now, let me break it down and say, see verse 14, and know who you are in comparison to an angel. Verse 14. Therefore, angels are only servant spirits sent to take care of people who shall inherit salvation. I confuse somebody. It says angels are only those who are clapping. Today, I dispatch angels hey. around your life. Hey, so before he gets to this revelation, he wants to know where you are. Because if he tells you angels are servants, you'll be scared. Because from Sunday school 101, they told you, Angels are huge. Oh my God. When they are coming, panic. So he has to show you where you are before he tells you they are. He says they are only what? Seven spirits. Ah, only seven spirits. Sent to take care of who? People. Who will inherit salvation? Do you have salvation? Yes. Then an angel is taking care of you right now. Yes. Today I dispatch angels around your house, Amen. around your family, Amen. wherever you are. And let me tell you what you can do to a servant. Hey, go and wash the car. Go and clean. Go and make my bed. I want to eat yam. I want to eat contumere. Boss, there's no contumere. Go to the market. There's no, no one in the market. Go to Medina. You get some over there. They don't have some. Go to Makola. The servant is tired. But because the boss have spoken, the servant have no other option. Somebody here, you are a boss. Hey, you are a boss to a servant. Hey, and the but. servant is a servant, not in your house. The servant are servant spirits. Right. Start to take care of. So hear me. If you are here and an angel is not taking care of you, hey, go and take your receipt. Go and take your money back. Because your salvation, money was paid. It means the angel is not doing the job. Now hear me. But the issue is that before an angel can work for you, they have to be activated. When you have a servant in your house, when the time it says a.m. and you don't go and tell them, go and clean, they can sleep up to 10 a.m. Or when you bring a servant to your house and you don't give them a job description, they will just be there because they don't know that you give them something. So your angels are always standing there, servants. If you don't give them job, they will not do. So there's something we call activating of angels. Activation of angels. Activate your angels. From today, when you wake up in the morning, my angels, take, go in advance. Go to where my children go to school. Go to my office. Go and clear the place. If anybody put anything on the road, clear it right now. If there's any accident on the motorway, go and clear right now. Angel, any food I'll eat today. So yeah, 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 Jesus. Listen, you have that power. Right. Scream and shout, I got a power. I got a power. They, 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 not guinea. Say, I got a power. I got a power. Say, I got a power. I got a power. Hear me? They are seven spirits. So when you want to activate them, corporate prayer. That's why in the midst of our worship, angels are activated. Thank you very much. Thank you. Clap your hands and bless God. Let me give you the next one. Let me give you the next one. So see this one. When Jesus Christ went through the temptation and he said, don't pray that you don't, for pray that you don't fall into temptation, an angel came to strengthen him. Let's see what happened after Jesus Christ also went to the temptation. 4 verse 10, Matthew. 
When Jesus entered into temptation, Matthew 4 verse 10, NIV, let's go. Let's go. You know, these teachings will change your destiny. This one will condition your mind for you not to be afraid. Shout, I am powerful. I am powerful. Look in the face of the person by you and say, my neighbor. My neighbor. You are powerful. You are powerful. Now look at it. So now Jesus Christ is being tempted. Jesus said to Satan, hey, away from me, Satan, for it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Let's go to verse 11. Let's see what happened. Then the devil left and angels came and attended to him. Then the devil left and angels came. Which means when angels come, <laughs> devils leave. I said, when angels come, devils leave. Today, in your household, I send an angel to your family house. Amen. I don't wonder where your family house is. From Eastern to Volta, Jesus. from Asante to Oti region, My God. from Northern to Upper East, Jesus. from Navrongo to Bogatanga, My God. I declare in the name of Jesus, Jesus. let angels come, let angels come, Amen. let angels come, let angels come. I send to your children's school. Amen. I send to your office. Amen. Hey, any road you shall travel on. Jesus. Let the angels be positioned. Amen. Shout angels. Angels. Sit down. Now, um, let me give, give you four, then I'll give you five. Anytime you want God to speak for you. You know, it gets to a point in time in your life that God, if you don't speak for me, the people will not believe me. When you want to get to that level, corporate prayer. So right now, so do you know the reason why Pharisees, we say that some of them didn't like Jesus, some of them liked Jesus, because John the Baptist was the greatest preacher before Jesus Christ came. And John the Baptist, the Bible says every day, the Pharisees will come for John the Baptist to baptize them. But the day Jesus appeared over there, the Bible says, and the heavens opened and God said, behold, this is my beloved son. So half of the Pharisees started believing in Jesus Christ. So when you want to God to speak for you, listen, when having to be into a situation that somebody will say that, as for this case, dear, it's only God that has to speak for you. Church, you can get to a point in life. They can mess you up, and it's only God that can speak for you. And today, by corporate prayer, Jesus. by corporate prayer, any day, any time Jehovah has to speak for you, may God speak for you Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. You get a court case. You go to your office, you are called into a meeting. And the way that whole thing is going, if God doesn't speak, because everyone is speaking against you, but there's one thing about God. When God speaks for you, it doesn't matter those who are speaking against you. I declare right now in the name of Jesus. Luke chapter 3 verse 21. That's where it is. Amen. And God spoke for him and said, Behold, this is my beloved son in whom I will please. Luke chapter 3 verse 21. Then let me give you the last one. Yeah. Thank you. Now let's go to the last one. And this one I will spend just five minutes on this one. Because it's very, very important. Everybody lift up your right hand. Be on your feet. And let's do something right now. Be on your feet. Put your hand on your hearts. And say, Jehovah. Jehovah. Deliver me. Deliver me. And bless me. And bless me. Now, whilst you are standing right now, I want you to sit. And when you sit, this is what I want you to do. Touch your feet. Touch your feet. Don't take off your shoe. Just touch your feet. Now, one thing a corporate prayer would do, the reason why I made you do this, Prophet, that is very simple. Hear me, is to shake off and break 
negative foundations. Church, let me tell you the truth in life. Your foundation matters. Church, there's a proverb in Akan language, in Hebrew. It says, When you are born on a mountain, you don't struggle to become tall. Church, your background, your foundation is very important. Your foundation is the family you are coming from. Your foundation is the ancestral powers. Your foundation is what your ancestry did before you were born. Some people, their ancestors have worked for them well. So when they come, their things begin to work. Some people too, their ancestors have caused a lot of havoc. So when you move small, you come back. Through two weeks ago, I was talking to a young girl here. I called a young girl and I asked the young girl, I told them to ask the young girl, who is in the mortuary? Do you remember? And she said, the brother at the age of 33 is in the mortuary. I said, young girl, the Lord says your father was a politician. And I mentioned the position the father, father had. And they went somewhere to do something, 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 something. Do you know that whilst I was prophesying, the girl's cousin showed them and said, prophet, what you are to saying? The, the girl is my cousin, and the man who took the father there is my own father. What you are saying is true. I said, what I said, he said, prophet, this is my cousin. All the siblings, all of them are dead. The only one remaining is this girl. Do you remember? Yes. The Lord showed me that because of that, even those who have died, their children too will die. And they said, the guy in the mortuary right now, when he died, the child was at the age of eight months, the child also died. That day, it was a sad case here. One day we played that video. It was a sad case over here. So everybody in the girl's life is dead. It's only her remaining. And it was yesterday that they did the funeral. On Friday, she came here and yesterday. And, and, and the siblings, they died, 33, 23. All of them just like that. Foundation is important. Anytime you want to shake foundation, it's corporate prayer. Let me tell you something about foundation. Listen to me. You, 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 listen to me. Don't you know many people that, who, that who can play good football? But the foundation they are coming from. I'm not talking about family foundation. The country you are coming from. If you can play well and you are in England, you, you are guaranteed you'll be a millionaire. But if you, you can play well and you are Kumase Bantuma or Akra Nungwa, when will you go to us now? So listen to me. All the people from Nungwa and the rest, Tema, you think it's only Thomas Pate that can play for us now? There are many that can do, but the question is, how can you get there? The foundation you are coming from. Your life can be like a Bugatti. But if you drive on a rough road, you can never go speed. But if you drive on a motorway, oh my God. Media, do you have it? Do you have the video? Let, let me show you foundation matters. The, a, a video of a fast car driving on a bad road. Do they have it? Check it right now. Look at it right now. This car is a fast car. Powerful car, but look at it. I think, I think it's, a, it's a Porsche. Right? It's a Porsche, right? Yeah. Porsche, I think. I don't know whether it's, not, it's 911 Turbo or Carrera. I don't know. Look at it. Look at it. Powerful car. Somebody have to. Oh, Charlie. Oh, Charlie. Charlie, again, 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 please. So check it right now. Look at the foundation. This car is not designed to drive like this, so. When it gets on the road, foom, 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 look at it. But somebody have to now do like this. And you can be talented, but in your life, somebody have to do like this. Bruh. 
bra, 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 bra. You can be great by somebody have to do you like this. But the same car on the good road, let's see the same car on the good road. Foundation. Let's go to the same car, similar car on the good road. Let's see what will happen. Let's see what will happen. Look at it right now. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. The same engine. The same car. But the difference is that one of them is in a good road and a bad road. And the road is the background and the ground is a foundation. There's somebody here. You are like a Bugatti, but you're on the wrong road. So people don't know what you carry. But hear me. When there's a bad road, that is not the end. There's a department that we call Department of Highways. When they come on the road, they fix the road. That's right. And those who fix it are called engineers. Today, I came as a spiritual engineer. My God. Yeah, 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 yeah. I came as a spiritual engineer. And I came by the road in your family. Jesus. If there was any satanic pothole in the road on your family, Jesus. as a spiritual engineer, yes, I turn it around. Amen. I change it around. Amen. You are about to go to a high speed. Amen. You are speed about to make mega. Amen. God will empower you. Amen. God will bless you. Amen. Your, your background will never put your back on the ground. Amen. May God empower you. Some shall fire. Fire. Sit down for one minute. I'm done. Okay, thank you very much, media. Thank you. So, church, when you want to break a foundation, it's corporate prayer. How do we see it? Let's see right now. 4 verse 31 again. 4 verse 31. There was it have to be a shaking. 431 Acts. Let's go. Help me very quick. My time is up now. Let's go. 431 Acts. When they prayed, the place was done what? Shaking. If you want to shake your background, corporate prayer. Let's go to Acts chapter 16, verse 25. And let's see what happens when there's a shaking. And today we're about to pray only one prayer. It's shaking. At midnight, Paul and Silas, corporate prayer, praying and singing hymns. And the other prisoners were listening. And what happened? Corporate prayer. Suddenly, there was a violent earthquake that the foundations of the prison were shaking. Today, let there be an earthquake. My God. Let there be an earthquake. If anything is troubling your background, Jesus. let there be a shaking by virtue of corporate prayer in the name of Jesus. Amen. Something shall break. Break. Shout a shaking. A shaking. Say, let there be a shaking. Let there be a shaking. Now, now, now. Let me tell you something very strange. The Bible says, many are the afflictions of the righteous. But the Lord delivers them all. But when I read my Bible and I got to a place, I was shocked. The Bible says the righteous man will fall seven times and rise up again. The righteous man is abode as a lion. But the Bible says, when it comes to foundation, it says, when the foundation is destroyed, what will the righteous do? Ah, ah, me, I'm a righteous man. God, you told me I'm bold as a lion. He said, many are the afflictions of the right, and God will deliver me. But when my, my foundation is destroyed, you can be righteous, but you'll be broke. Let's go, Psalm 11, verse 3. Church, when I got there, I panicked. So if you are righteous and your foundation is bad, you struggle. When the foundations are being destroyed, what can the righteous do? Hey. So for me to be a righteous person to succeed, I've got to fix my foundation. So that's why somebody can be a tongue-talking Christian, serving God all their life, and they can still be broke because they have not dealt They've not worked on their foundation. 
and there can be another guy who has not been to church. But the foundation of the family is so good. So when they wake up, they become millionaires overnight. Because be on your feet. I came to make you angry. Lift up your right hand. Hey, a righteous man here. When you read something, Isaiah 54 verse 17 says, In righteousness shall thou be established. Which is good. But it says, hey, when your foundations are bad, it means you can do nothing. Lift up your hands. Hey. Ask your neighbor. Say my neighbor. My neighbor. You know, first service people, the second service and third service people, they've been gossiping about you. They say you people, when you come, you are too quiet. You are too stush. That's what they talk about you. So right now, yeah, every day they gossip about you. Then I'm saying, I'm saying, no, we like to come to second and third service because when we come, we are free. These people do be at your. Mm -mm. Yeah, that's how they gossip about you. What say that? What say? What say? That's what you're talking Listen to me. We're about to pray one prayer. The background. Hey! The foundation. What would the righteous do? Isaiah chapter 54 verse 14. And look at what has to happen for a righteous person. But why? In righteousness shall that be established. But I'm righteous. I'm not being established. The issue is my foundation. Lift up your right hand. Jesus. But you know something? What can break a foundation is corporate prayer. Today we are here in a corporate setting. Amen. Say by fire. By, by fire. fire. Hey. hey. I speak. I speak. To my foundation. To my, my foundation. Hey, my foundation. Hey, my foundation. Whatever is there. Whatever is there. That is blocking me. That is blocking me. From my foundation. From my foundation. Break. Break. Let there be an earthquake. Let there be an earthquake. Check this. The Bible says Paul and Salah, there were only two. Praying. There was an earthquake. You, you are not two, you are not three, you are over 300. That's which right. means something got to happen. Yes. Say, yes. so as I clap and pray, as as I clap and pray. pray. The, foundation the foundation of my father's house, of my, father's house. Of my mother's house, of my mother's house. Be, shaking now. be shaking now. Let there be an earthquake, Let there be an earthquake. in my favor. In my favor. Yes. So the clap once and pray. Somebody.
last prayer. Hear me? After you shake foundation, you come out of chains. That's right. Because when there was an earthquake, Paul and Silas, and let me tell you the truth about foundation shaking. It's not the one who shoot the foundation who only comes out. Everybody comes out. Yes. When Paul and Silas prayed and the foundation shook, the Bible says all the prisoners came. So although you have prayed, your children, your grandchildren, your family, your loved ones, yes. those who are clapping, yes. you are not jealous. All of them are coming out of that place. So this is your last prayer. That God, now let us enter into our destiny. Amen. Let us get to our destiny you have designed for us. Amen. But hear me, something has shaken. Right. After next level, I will teach on foundation for seven weeks. Let me tell you about, do you know the reason why only Joseph became great? What was in the foundation? Him. He was able to break it. In his family, everybody, every, everybody, when you marry, your wife will never give birth. Your wife has to suffer. Abraham, Sarah, Isaac and Rebecca after 20 years. Jacob and Rachel, you all know. But when Joseph married, he had two children at the same time. My God. He broke it. Yes. Also in that family, everybody there, they were not one. Abraham and Lot, enemies. Then Isaac came. Isaac and Ishmael, enemies. Jacob and Esau, enemies. Jacob's children, Joseph, enemies. But when Joseph gave birth to Ephraim and Manasseh, they never fought. My God. My God. My God. My God. So one person can break the foundation. That's yes. right. Lift up your hands. One person can break the foundation. And you hear me? You're about to walk into your destiny. Amen. You're about, you, you, the God of the test. Hear me? Let this altar fight for you. Amen. Amen. A, a sister testified that she went to put food on fire with the husband. 8 p.m. Do you remember that week? Yes. 8 p.m. Then she went to sleep. Around 2.49 a.m. They were sleeping in the house. Huh? They were coughing, coughing, ah, coughing. They said everywhere smoke. She said she, she woke up, rushed to the kitchen. The kitchen was on fire. She said she didn't know what came on her. She went straight to the gas cooker and she turned it off. After she turned it off, that she came to her senses that, hey, I came into fire. That's how people die. But let me tell you how she woke up. She said well, she was dreaming that she was in the testimony city and we have closed church. Then they, she was in the car park and there was a lot of noise at the car park that friends were talking. So it's like, nah, you're so out of the noise in the church, woke her up and she went. My God, my God. I said my to her, God, my God. oh, she testified about two Fridays ago, right? Yes. I said to her, the reason why you saw yourself here was that the altar woke you up. Yes. And the same lady too. I did a direction of water and oil. I said, everybody go and touch it in your house. The day she touched the house, he said, the maid servant came and said, this house, I'll not stay here again. I want to go. He said, ah, I've not. He said no, 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 no. He said, what you do on the wall because of that, I can't stay here. Let me go. Listen to me. There is a strange force of God. Yes. That when it comes on a person's life, there is a change. Amen. And there is always a turn around. Amen. Shout a turn around. Turn around. <laughs> Listen, one, last two weeks, a young girl walked to me. Then the young girl, when the young girl walked to me, she walked to me. Uh, uh, give me a pause. Pause for um, um, mute. Mute for me. Mute. Mute. Yeah. Young girl walked to my office. She came for a counseling. After she was done, she said to me, man of God, I want to confess. I said, why? He said, there's somebody who come to your church. Me and my friends, we have done something bad against the person. But when I came to this church and I saw the things you are doing, I know that by now, God has already used you to you to him. So I want you to help me to apologize to him. This is what we did against him. 
And thank God that what the person was saying, I've already told the person. So I arranged a meeting. And I called the person, and I called the person. I said, this person came to see me. She says she wants to apologize. So I told the person that, call the person and apologize. When I called, the person not pick. So I called the meeting. I think it was last week. Pastor Robert, last week, right? Then they came to the office, and they solved the whole thing. He said, this is what we did. The person was going to do an event, and we went there to go and pick some soil and do some things against the person. But when I came to your church, when I see the fire here, I know that definitely you see, so I want to confess first. I said, this is how the power of God works. Hey, some people are about to confess. My God. Unmute me, let's go, unmute me. Lift up your hands. Hear me? Listen, there's a strange grace working over here. Last Friday, when I came here in the night, when I came here, two soldiers were in the auditorium. Do you remember? Some soldiers, last week of Friday, I came to do that. They were in the auditorium, so I said, what's up? So the pastors came to me and said, they came here, I came here around seven. He says, they came here around two, and they said they are looking for, I said, my Makodi Bonibi, I'm He says, the soldier has only one son. The son is at the age of 25 years. The son is there, he's struggling, he can't breathe. So they did check and everything, thinking it's COVID, it's not COVID. They went to hospital, they checked the guy's lungs, and they said the lungs are damaged, and he's on life support, he's ready to die. The soldier said, why are you here? I don't know you. He says, the doctor, this one to mute me because this one against ethics. Am I muted? He says, the doctor at the 37 military hospital, the wife comes to your church. He says, him, he goes to college. He doesn't come here. But anytime he comes to drop the wife in your church, he sits in the car at the car park, and he hears the testimonies. And he says that the way the, damage, the lungs are damaged, and we can't do anything at all, it's only one church I can recommend. Go there and pray. My God. My oh, Friday, how many people saw the soldiers? How many people saw the soldiers? Friday. You can see a man crying. He said, it's my only son. He said, crying. I said, God, I told, I told them that, write his name on the altar. And I told them to go because they've been here from two. We prayed. So yesterday, I called the man of God. Call them and ask. He says, for the first time in these two weeks, the guy has not been able to eat. They've been able to take off the oxygen and now the guy is eating by the grace of God. I don't know about you. Let the power of God speak for somebody. Somebody shout fire. Fire. Lift up your hands. Church of God, hear me. I want to advise everybody. This church is one particular church that anybody can work here. Yes. So don't judge anybody. Last Friday or Wednesday, I, I finished the service. Pastor Robert came to me and said, Prophet, there was a lady who wanted to see you. I think the lady is here. I said, you know, I'm new direction, so I'm quite tired. He said, no, 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 no. When the lady walked here, she saw a man. And the man is the ex. He said, that's my ex. He's a wicked man. Turn upon a man of God, not even pray for him. No, this man, this man here, hey, the way he has suffered, he has let me struggle. I said, Pastor Robert, don't worry at all. Let me see the sister. Yeah, the sister, I see the sister here. I'll talk to you after the service. He said, hey, I said, that guy, the way you are done me. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw the hand at the assembly. <laughs> Jesus, one day, one day, I prophesied to a sister who used to live in America in this church. And I said to her that her marriage and everything, after service. So I, 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 I prophesied to the sister that your marriage, you went through this struggle with this man. Not knowing the man who did evil to the sister too, the mother was in the church. So after the service, the mother came to her, Pastor Abna and that woman. And said, listen to me. You know the lady that Prophet was prophesying to? That the husband do, him, do her evil. It's my own son. 
please, I, I beg you for my son. I beg you for my son. One Tuesday, I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you. Hey! This is the break. You break. You you come out for your trouble. I say, if you are not going forward, Amen. Lift up your right hand. Jesus Christ. My God. You know that shows you that God is merciful. Yes. The sister is somewhere at the back there. Uh, sister now, nah, or oh, you only Pastor Robert Casa Wednesday no. Pastor Robert, so what you are? Where's Pastor Robert? Sister so what? What you are? Pastor Robert, ask her for me whether she wants. In the face of the same my neighbor. My neighbor. I beg you, forgive me. I beg you. Ah, another one even even happened on Wednesday. Right. I called a woman to pray for a woman. Then after the service, one one woman came to me and said, Prophet, she is my. Also, she's your, your auntie or your mother's sister? My elder. My uh, elder sister, like a cousin. Yeah. No, my, my, my hey, proper. Uh, who? Uh, my second that one who came here? He said, Prophet, I'm so happy that she's here. He said, When the woman saw me here, he said, Hey, is that how you go to church? He said, Anything I've done to you, forgive me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So now the woman is now putting pressure on her that please give me the pastor's number, I beg you. Help, let the pastor help me. Yeah. He said, what this big person have done to me? But prophet, I lift up your hands. Hey, and I'm going to say, and I'm going to say, how are Lift up your hands. Once you sometimes the person you owe to, you come and meet here. Oh, ABS, you had that. One day we closed church and there was battle on the compound. I said, what's up? He said, wait, what? They make two years, my brother. He said, hello, and you be Lift up your right hand, Jesus. My God. Hey, power of worship. Lift up your say by fire. By fire. Because my foundation. Because of my foundation. Say because my foundation. Because my foundation. Have been shaken. Have been shaken. I walk in my destiny. I walk in my destiny. Now. Now. Somebody, your last prayer. Anything you want to see in life, declare walk in your destiny. Walk in your purpose. Enter into your purpose. Somebody pray. Walk in your destiny. May nothing stop you. Walk in your destiny. Right now. Walk in your destiny. Walk in your destiny. Walk in your destiny. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. By fire. By fire. Walk in your destiny. Walk in your purpose. your head say in Jesus name in Jesus name I will live long I will live long I walk in good health I walk in good health I walk in success I walk in success my week is blessed my week is blessed my month is blessed my month is blessed my year is blessed my year is blessed by the anointing by the anointing of corporate prayer of corporate prayer I am blessed I am blessed clap your hands clap your hands Jesus name give me the oil Give me the oil. Give me the oil. Wherever you are, just come and pick and sit down. Pick a sacrifice and you're about to come on the altar. You're about to declare that God, I don't want to be alone. Me and my family, let all, all of us come out of the wrong foundation. Is that okay? In the name of Jesus. You're about to make that covenant. Everybody, just be part of it in Jesus' name. 
And Tuesday morning, don't miss the service. Wednesday, 5.30, don't miss the service. It's been powerful in me. It's been great in the name of Jesus. Right now, what are the envelopes? Amen. Amen. Wherever you are. Yeah, protocols, come and help me. Give to everybody in the auditorium first. I've showed you how to do. You stand in front. You give to everybody in a ripple effect manner. You are protocol, you sit down. Amen. Just do that. You give and you pass behind you. That's right. You give and pass behind you. That's very simple. So some of you can pick it and do it in the middle as well. Even right now in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name. Father, give a praise. Say to everybody. Say to everybody, don't put anything inside yet. Follow instruction first. In Jesus' name. You can give via this number. In Jesus' name. Help them. My brother, take more envelopes for us. It's not for anybody. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Pick a very good offering right now. Take a sacrifice. You can stand with the sacrifice of the 200 CD or the 300 CD. Wherever you are, pick it right now. And when you come, when you touch the oil, when you go and sit down, touch your feet. When you touch the oil, touch your feet and declare, I come out of that background and the foundation and my whole family is free in Jesus' name. Father, I bless this oil in Jesus' name. Man of God, get another oil as well so that they will be stampede in Jesus' name. So those who are ready can give via this number or give according to your means in Jesus' name. A sacrifice of the 200 CD, the 300 CD, even right now. Move right now, indeed right now, in Jesus' name. When you come, you touch the distance then. You touch your feet in the name of Jesus. Come right now, wherever you are, come and be part of it. Jesus' name. And mind you, what you are doing is not just for you, you and your background, you and your family. You are coming out right now. Just come right now in the name of Jesus. Right now by the power of God. Come and drop it right now in the name of Jesus. Let God arise and speak on your behalf in the name of Jesus. And after you touch your feet, you also touch your head. Okay? You touch your head and say you are covered and secured in Jesus' name. God bless you for coming. And I say for Daniel, my seed of the hundred city, run and come and be part of it even right now. In the name of Jesus, run as well. Even right now, let's be very, very quick. Even right now, uh, in the name of Jesus. Uh, no, there, so a table up for the Bible school over there, you go out there. So after the service, go and register for the um, um, singles and married. Everybody, mind you, you know singles and married, I will do directions as well. I don't do without direction. People will come, those who want to get married will come and drink. It's going to be amazing, amazing testimonies. Just come right now. Amen. Come and drop it right now. Then may God empower you. May God give you grace in the name of Jesus. Come and drop it right now. Last Wednesday, we prayed for this young man. And Friday, they came and said they went to the hospital. They did a checkup and all the organs are intact. There's a young man we prophesied about that he came from Mali. Do you remember? Yeah, in Jesus' name. The mining company in Mali. Drop it right now. Instead of the 50. Everybody, come right now. Let's be very, very quick. In Jesus' name. Come right now. In Jesus' name. Drop the seat of the 50. Amen. Go right now in Jesus' name. Dip your finger and touch your feet in the name of Jesus. And that is our protocol. Help me.